Welcome everyone to GOAT Podcast here on Anchor. I want to thank you and welcome you to our show. If this is your first time here, I want to go ahead and greatly appreciate you for tuning into the show. Listen, listen, today, 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 I am actually a happy, happy camper. Yes, I am. You're probably wondering why. Well, I think you guys know why already. I mean, if you haven't heard the news yet, Kawhi Leonard wants out of the San Antonio Spurs and prefers to go to the Lakers. Guys, do you understand how powerful that move is? It's so crazy because everything's been lining up, right? It's been lining up perfectly for the Lakers. Like the stars are just aligning. Like the the the, the gates of heaven are opening up for the Lakers. But, yes, I have a but. This is kind of reminding me of last year's free agency all over again. Paul George requests a trade. Prefers to go to the Lakers, was very adamant about not signing with any team. And then next you know, we started hearing um, he'll possibly sign with Boston again. We possibly will sign the extension with, with Cleveland if LeBron stays. We, we started hearing the cracks in some of these promising, promising breaking news stories. So let me let me break it down with Kawhi, right? Everybody knows that Kawhi still has one year left on his contract. So that means he is he is qualified for the the super max money. They're reporting that he's not really it doesn't he doesn't mind if he misses out on the super max. He doesn't mind that, right? He's very intelligent um money-wise. Probably saying, "Well, that's not intelligent." Uh, because if he goes on to the team, another team, he loses out on the Supermax, and he'll be losing out about $30 million. Which, okay, that's understandable. But, however, if you guys remember, the shoe deal that he got, he was only being offered $5 million. So he understands that. That's only, Even though he's the probably the third best player in the league, the reason why he's only getting offered that is because of the current situation where he's at. The, the the location, I mean, I'm sorry, the location where he's at. So obviously there's a lot going on. Obviously there's also where he's not trusting the team. He feels he was uh, misdiagnosed with his injury when he got that second opinion. And, and obviously he's trying to look out for himself. But, you know, this breaking news is it's really big for us because it's, it's with the Spurs. But can it happen? Can it happen? So here, I just want to go and play a really uh, quick, a couple clips here of what the Woj has to say. So this is actually, he's going to be talking about um, Leonard wanting out of the Spurs. So you guys get a better understanding here. Listen to this. The Spurs had wanted to talk uh, directly to Kawhi Leonard. Greg Popovich had worked with him on trying to set up a meeting. Uh, That meeting hadn't happened. Uh, I was told in the last couple days that, uh, Leonard was trying to buy some time uh, before sitting down with Popovich and then was thinking of maybe just talking to him on the phone. But that that reporting today, Chris is reporting blindsided the Spurs. They had not been told this by uh, Kawhi Leonard or his camp. In fact, there had been a sense around um, the organization that they wanted to get that $219 million Supermax offer. Uh, so San Antonio would like to speak with Kawhi Leonard and see if there's a way uh, to move forward here, there are some who wonder, is this just a negotiating tactic or is Kawhi Leonard absolutely set on being traded 
Uh, and uh, those are questions San Antonio and, and some other teams around the league right now would, would like to get some answers to. That's very interesting what the Wolves just said, right? San Antonio, are, are, they're, they're wondering if this is more a negotiation, ne- negotiation tactic, right? And let's talk about that why. The reason why is because, remember, even though the Supermax is there, the Spurs, the Spurs are still questioning whether he wants to even play there. They're questioning pretty much his loyalty. So Kawhi might be feeling a little bit offended by that. He's probably like, listen, if you got the Supermax, you got to offer it to me no matter what, whether or not you believe that I want to stay. It's just a principle. And maybe that's why this story leaked, right? Because if you've been listening to ESPN or FS1, you've been noticing that, you know, the trend is the Spurs want to meet with Kawhi Leonard. Pop wants to meet with Kawhi and just Kawhi alone, not Kawhi and his his entourage, right? Well, he doesn't have answers, but his peoples, his agents, his family members. They want to meet with him one-on-one so they could really get in between and try to find out exactly what's going on with Kawhi because they feel that Kawhi is being influenced by his uncle is being influenced by his agent, by other people that are trying to push him away to go into a big market. And they don't feel that Kawhi really wants this. He's being kind of manipulated in order to force his way out to go to a bigger market. But obviously, the Kawhi's camp is not having that. They're like, no, Kawhi, we've been with Kawhi from the beginning and we're going to stay to the end. If you need to talk to Kawhi, we need to be there. So the interesting part is, is this a leverage to say, hey, listen, either we're going to make you guys look bad and kind of damage your your your, your image. It's kind of it, it is right, because if you think about what's been going on in sports, think about what what uh, right now the Patriots are going through. Right. Bill Belichick and his organization, um, how the way he's been running his team with the Patriots has always been tight nipped. Right. It's uh, it's always been. It seems like it has to be the Patriots way. It's always been great. And that's something that Pop actually runs his 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 you know organization to his team as well. Is tight nipped. You do as I say. If you're if it's not for the team, you're being shipped out. But we're starting to see a trend now that the players are standing up and saying, No, we have a bigger voice than you. And technically they do, especially in the NBA. If you notice, who get fired? The players or the coaches? No, the coaches get fired. I mean, we just saw Dwayne Casey. I mean, he has a winning percentage. He's been taking the Toronto team to the playoffs consistently, and he ends up getting fired, right? After after seeing, noticing that DeRozan probably now just doesn't really want, don't want him anymore. So we're seeing a trend where the players are starting to stand up for what they want. So we're here, the Wolves is going to be talking about a little bit about um, where Kawhi wants to go. With, um, and that's in L.A., but it's not just L.A. It's either the Clippers or the Lakers. Here, take take a listen to this. And the Clippers. And you know, around Kawhi Leonard and his group over the last weeks, months, there's been a lot of indecision, a lot of changing of minds of, of what it exactly it is they would like to do. So it remains fluid. Uh, because of the chance to go to L.A., LeBron James potentially headed there in free agency or Paul George, um, that appeal, on one day I'm told that appeals to Leonard, and then there are times he thinks, maybe I don't want that spotlight. He hasn't liked the coverage of this story and being having the attention on him. 
Well, you're going to get that times a lot in LA, and that makes the Clippers at times more uh, intriguing to him. And so this story may keep evolving, and there are plenty of other teams uh, who'd like to get involved uh, in trade talks with the Spurs. So that's interesting, right? That Kawhi wants to see that's that's where it gets to me, right? See, this is where I was talking about earlier that it sounds like it's all going lining up for the Lakers, but I feel there's a hiccup there. There's always a hiccup. And this is the hiccup with Kawhi. That's why I'm gonna be honest with you. I told a few people, I don't know if I really want Kawhi Leonard, because there's been rumors out there how Kawhi Leonard that if he doesn't play at a hundred percent or it doesn't feel his body's at a hundred percent, he doesn't want to play and he won't play. And sometimes, you know, it's okay, but everybody's banged up in the NBA. I mean, look at LeBron. LeBron's always playing with some type of injury, and he still goes out there every single night giving 100%. And But Kawhi's not willing to do that. And now this is where I see the funny side of Kawhi because, yeah, he wants to go to L.A., but, yeah, he doesn't want the the pretty much the limelight. He doesn't want the spotlight on him if something happens. Like right now, this breaking story, this news coverage about him and the Spurs, I'm pretty sure he would like this privately but this is the way that the nba works now everything's going through the media everything's going through other outlets in order to get your way and maybe right now he doesn't feel comfortable with this maybe that's why he sometimes thinks okay it's great to play with lebron and paul george but what if it doesn't work out how's it gonna look on me how's it gonna look like uh me leaving the spur so i think he's starting to think that but he goes if i could go to the clippers now the clippers can build around me i'm not gonna have that much attention because at the end of the day, L.A. belongs to the Lakers, never to the Clippers. Sorry, Clipper fans. And so he's probably figuring out maybe it's probably best for me to go to the Clippers. Now, with that opening door for LeBron James to go to the Clippers, I don't know. You know, it already depends. This is a big domino effect here. So this this is something very interesting. And here is where the Wolves actually starts talking about um, LeBron's, uh, how this would affect LeBron James. So here, yeah, let's take a look on it. Let's t- let's listen to this. LeBron wants to play with great players, and he said, "I want to play with high IQ guys." And certainly, that's Kawhi Leonard. This is a MVP caliber player in the league. It is a difficult pathway for Le- for Kawhi to get to the Lakers before his free agency in 2019. The, the Spurs are not going to be inclined; they're not going to be enthusiastic about doing a deal with the Lakers. The pieces with the Lakers don't fit. Watch for Boston. If the Spurs do a deal, if they get to that point, Boston has the assets and the interest in Kawhi Leonard uh, to, to maybe do the kind of deal that would make more sense for the Spurs, young players, and draft picks. All right, guys. So you, you just heard it there by the Wolves. It, this is interesting, right, that this could impact LeBron James free agency right now. LeBron is probably saying, let's see what magic can really do. He honestly, I don't know. I think LeBron James, you're going to call me crazy. I think LeBron James is the mastermind of all this. He's trying to see. All right, teams, I'm out here right now. I'm, I'm the shark right now in the sea and I am just chilling out here. Who's going to feed me? What boat is going to come by and feed me the food in order for me to eat? Right. He's trying to figure out what team is going to pull the trigger, what team is going to try to do everything it takes in order to acquire Kawhi Leonard. And either he's going to make his decision whether to jump on that team or to say, "Okay, now you just narrow you just narrow down my 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 options. I think he really wants to to join Kawhi Leonard. I think he knows he knows the way to beat this team is 
bringing some tough defensive play. He knows to beat the Golden State Warriors, he needs tough, high IQ defensive players. One more defensive player than having Kawhi Leonard, defense uh, defense player of the year award. You you need that. You need that guy there because then he could handle Kevin Durant. LeBron can handle Clay, and let's say if, if if Paul George jumps, that's three top defended players on the team. That's a defensive team. LeBron James understands that. No, you know he's not going to win by outscoring the Warriors. He knows the way to beat them is trying to keep them under a hundred points. If he could maneuver this, and he's telling, he's pretty much telling Magic Johnson, "Hey, listen, I just, I just, I just, I'm I'm playing chess right now, and I made my move." This is checkmate on you. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? I'm laying it in front of you for me to come to the Lakers and have a legitimate excuse that not only does my wife want to come to L.A., but also basketball-wise, it makes sense. He's tr- LeBron James is about image, and he knows he just can't go to the Lakers without a Paul George or a Kawhi going there. Not even CP3. I don't think he's really comfortable with him and CP3 there. I think if CP3 comes, there has to be somebody else coming too as well. So he's trying to lay out the foundation for Magic. And I, I, honestly, I, I feel like Magic and Rob Palenka are right now on the phones trying to figure out how can we do this? How can we figure it out in order to bring them? To bring Kawhi to the Lakers to make it easier for LeBron. Also, I want to kind of bring you over to Brian Winhurst, seeing what he says too as well about this about this Kawhi trade or possibly Kawhi trade. Here, take a listen to Brian Winhurst. Well, this is uh, Kawhi's attempt to make a leverage trade, saying trade me somewhere where I want to go because I have a contract decision and I will be able to control my future. But, Sage, I'm not so sure that that's going to be able to happen because as I look around the league and look at Boston and I look at Philadelphia and even look at Sacramento, which may be willing to dangle the number two overall pick, I don't think that the Lakers can make a competitive offer. And this is something to understand, Sage. Kawhi Leonard, even if he intends to, cannot sign an extension with his new team immediately when he gets there. The earliest he could sign is six months after so there would be a threat here and a risk of making a, a trade for Kawhi Leonard when you were just renting him. And that's going to make it very difficult for the Lakers to get an edge in this trade. And that's why I think while Kawhi may want Los Angeles, the Spurs may have better options. And frankly, they have no incentive to acquiesce to what Kawhi wants. So you heard that right there. You know, he's even talking about leverage, about where he's going to be traded. But I mean, you know, Brian Winters really broke that down. He broke that down for us. Pretty much when Kawhi gets traded, you know, it's not like he could sign that or you could hold that upon him saying that, hey, listen, I'm not going to sign with you yet. No, when he could sign that extension is six months from when he was traded to that team. So that means he's going to have some time to gel, feel out the organization, see who the coach is, be able to know the training staff. Maybe that's what happened with Paul George. That's why Paul George is really considering OKC in the case that LeBron James does not choose the Lakers. Maybe that's why he's really considering because he's he's already gel with them. He knows them probably by first name. That's what could happen with Kawhi. See, if Kawhi really wants us, he has to let them know, I'm not signing. I'm going to Lakers. You're renting me. You're renting me for that one year. 
see when 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 OKC came in last year and, and scooped up Paul George, it wasn't for the fact that oh um yeah you're just uh, I'm here for no no Paul George was pretty much intrigued why because he's playing against another superstar in Russell Westbrook but still I don't think that really works so right now with Kawhi the, the ball's in Kawhi's corner. Kawhi can really, really leverage this. I mean, I kind of disagree with Brian because at the end of the day, he could, you know, him and his people and his camp can be very adamant in saying, listen, we're going to L.A., whether it's going to be the Clippers or the Lakers, we're leaving. So if you really trade for us, we're just letting you know ahead of time. Don't come to us in six months with, with an extension. We're not signing. We're going to L.A. That's the only way Kawhi can literally leverage this trade talk right now. So now let's talk about um, how this affects LeBron James. Again, man, we heard Woj's points. Now let's try to hear what um, Brian Winhurst says. And actually what Brian Winhurst says is actually very interesting. Um, he actually, uh, you know, made some some really good sense here. So I want you guys to take a listen to that. So here, here's Brian again. Well, I've been convinced for months that Kawhi and LeBron are connected. Where, Le- where Kawhi goes will affect LeBron. Not necessarily that they would be teammates with each other, but he could block options that LeBron would have. For example, let's say Philadelphia trades for Kawhi Leonard. That door may close for LeBron. But one thing I can tell you, I've got to believe that LeBron James and Kawhi Leonard are in touch during this process, and Paul George. This is the time of the year when free agents and potential guys can get traded, do business with each other. So my guess is if they haven't been talking, they will be talking to see if there's a way that they can match up or a way they can stay apart. Doesn't this sound eerily familiar to what we were talking about eight years ago and the conversations between Chris Bosh and Dwayne Wade, LeBron James? People hated it then, but is it just now a way of life in the NBA? Yeah, that changed everything in the NBA. That changed modern NBA player transactional movements. And say just about every summer, we've seen massive movement in star players. Guess what? We're going to see massive movement again. And I know that a lot of people are always are assuming that these guys are all going to end up with the Lakers together. I think that's a long shot at this point. So there, you heard you heard Brian Winhurst. Uh point there. You know, I'm gonna be honest with you. I think Brian Winhurst is a little bit of a Laker hater. Um, I think he's just a big city type of hater. Uh, every time that either you mentioned, you know, even Boston or you mentioned um, the Lakers in some capacity, he's never happy. I mean, I want you guys to go back on YouTube and actually look at Brian Winters trying to report this. And he's not happy. He's not happy that there is a great possibility we're going to have another super team, especially in a large market. And also it's going to be in California, another super team, probably the second super team in California. Um, and it's going to diminish another small city. I, he really wants LeBron James rather to stay in Cleveland and not really leave because he understands that what LeBron brings. Let's let's be honest here. LeBron doesn't just bring uh, hope to a team. He brings hope to a city unfortunately unfortunately that's not fair for lebron yes he brings a lot of revenue a lot of jobs to cleveland but that's not his responsibility you understand it's not up to him in order for him if he wants to go out and live somewhere else and live a happy life or go out into the sea into another team that's 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 his choice 
But everybody's trying to bring the narrative. He should stay in Cleveland. He need, let the man choose what he wants to do. And honestly, I do believe what he said. I do believe all three of them are talking. I do believe that Paul George, after seeing this, probably texted Kawhi. They probably have a group chat. They're going back, and probably LeBron is saying, "Hey, listen, if if you guys, if there's a possibility for the Lakers, the Lakers will show us that they want us first by trading to for Kawhi, and then we'll come along." But this is going to be the only opportunity. I'm telling you, this is going to be the only opportunity for either Paul George and Kawhi and LeBron James to play on the same team. And not only the same team, but it's going to be the only time that there's a possibility to dethrone Golden State. We're noticing that Golden State mentally are not tough. They're skilled, but mentally not tough. Imagine having three defensive-minded people having Possibly two of the top three players in the game today on one team and another one that's top 15. Listen, this is competitive. This is going to be right spot on. They're not going to want a part of the Lakers. This Golden State team probably is going to make the narrative for Kevin Durant to probably say, all right, I need to, I need to leave. I need to go somewhere else. It's going to be tough. They're going to, they're going to have length. They're going to have speed. They're going to have agility. They're going to be able to be athletic. They're going to be able to play bully. Oh my goodness. Playing with the, oh, these three all on the same team is going to be phenomenal. It will be showtime again in the Lakers. Uh, But before I end the segment, guys, and I'll actually tell you some of my trade scenarios where I think what could work for the Lakers, what's going to work against the Lakers, I want to go ahead and bring you up to the cap expert for ESPN, um, Bobby Mark. He actually was on there today. He broke down a little bit about what the Lakers can do and what they can't do and also breaks down Boston's scenario, which I'm going to tell you right now, he actually likes Boston's case at this moment in time. Here, let's listen to Bobby Mark. It's great to have Bobby Mark here. Let's look at the assets the Lakers have to try and bring Kawhi to L.A. What do they have? Well, Kevin, I don't want to throw cold water on Lakers fans, but this is what you are working with right now. Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, Kyle Kuzma, Josh Hart. Here's the sticking part right there. The Luau Dan contract, $37 million owed. Can you put some type of package together? This this is a non-starter if I'm San Antonio right now. And that's a non-starter for me too. So here are your three pieces. This could possibly go to a team with cap space to get a, um, you know, maybe bring back a draft pick. But here's what your team would look like. This is your fantasy team. This is if the stars lined up and the heavens cleared. So and you have a PlayStation. Yeah, this is our rotisserie team. LeBron James, Paul George, and Kawhi Leonard, um, Brandon Ingram. Uh, Dang would be out. But this is an unlikely scenario. There, there is one scenario where you can stretch his money, mm-hmm. bring in James and Julius Randle. George would come out, and you can put that team together. But it, it takes San Antonio to cooperate in, in doing a deal. And I don't, I don't see the rush for them right now. All right. All right. All right. So you guys heard it right there, right? With Bobby Marks. Um, and also we're going to really quick go with Boston too, but I want to really stop and talk about the Lakers scenario right now. So obviously he mentioned, you know, he's not really too enthusiastic about the Lakers chances just because of the assets that they have. Right. So some of the assets that they have is that he mentioned Lonzo Ball, Kyle Kuzma, Brandon Ingram, and um, also, you know, that Luel Dang is really hanging upon us. I, I don't know what Mitch Kupchak was thinking. 
because <laughs> he's still being on $36 million. I just can't believe he's getting paid $18 million. I want to let you know, Dang is getting paid $18 million right now. You know how much Kawhi Letters making? $20 million. That's it's unbelievable. I just don't understand. I don't even know how Mitch Kupchak has another job right now. But anyway, let's move forward with that. Listen, you know, he's trying to bring it down, but i am be honest with you. I think they have really good uh, possibilities to actually bring Leonard in. And let me explain. So the scenario with the Lakers, what they can do is bring a third team in. And what do I mean by that? Okay. Right now, Sacramento is not happy with their pick, right? They got the number two pick, but they're not really happy. I mean, they're, if I'm not mistaken from what I was listening earlier, they were really counting in um, to um, – they were really counting on finding someone in the – you know, as a second – for the second pick. You know, that's who they were really counting on, but they're not really finding anybody that – that they could say, man, we really because you have to understand if they pick them second. If they pick them second, then they're gonna have to really pay them. So it's all about pay difference, right? Do they want to pay somebody in the second round that honestly that they do not want to really pay that much money to? You know, that's something that they have to really think about and try to understand if that's something they want to do. Because that's also something different. Do they want to do that? So, again, I know they want um, – I'm trying to look up that rookie. Um, um, you know, if I find his name, I'll come back again. But I know he only played about a handful of games. He right now is running with hips. Uh, his hips are not, you know, <laughs> I don't want to say not working. But, you know, he has injured it. He's trying to call teams to come by in. Uh, just, you know, it, that's who they're really looking at. But, however, um, Michael Porter Jr., that, that's who it is. Michael Porter Jr., that's who really Sacramento was really looking at. But they're looking at, mm, do they really want to draft him at number two, not knowing his full health? I mean, people are still going to gamble on him. Teams are still going to gamble, but I don't think he's going to go that high. I think he's probably going to still be a probably a top 10 pick. Uh, but that's probably it. You know, I don't think he's going to be top three anymore. Maybe the Knicks might even gamble on him if he's still available. Um, but besides that, Sacramento was really high on him, but I don't know if they want to draft him a number two. So there is a possibility they probably will want to trade that number two pick. Now, what do I what do I mean by that? Is how how can he, uh, Sacramento help out? Well, depending on exactly what what the Spurs really want. There could be a possibility where they can trade Lonzo Ball to Sacramento. Maybe send Sacramento. Uh, I'm sorry. Let me bring that back. What they can send to Sacramento is Lonzo Ball, Kyle Kuzma. Sacramento will send to the Spurs the number two pick. And the Lakers will send Brandon Ingram over to the Spurs. Now they have something working for them because Sacramento already seen what Lonzo Ball and Kyle Kuzma can do. I know that the Spurs were really high on Kyle Kuzma, too. So it all really depends how this all works. Right. Or maybe what they could do, too, as well is 
you know, Julius Randle, if the Julius Randle really wants the most money, he could sign the highest offer sheet with the Lakers, sign and trade him, trade him out to Sacramento with Lonzo Ball, and then send Kyle Kuzma and Brandon Ingram to the Spurs, while also Sacramento sends the second round pick over to the to the Spurs. I mean, they will come out winning there. You know, they don't have to worry about future round picks. But that will be my trade scenario. I think that would work on both teams. All three teams, they will come out with something instead of, you know, honestly, this is not a huge NBA draft. So let's take a look also what um, Bobby Marks talks about how Boston, it works for Boston. Uh, let me load this up for you real quick. But uh, he definitely did have something interesting with Boston. Well, for Boston, I see they've got draft picks in 2019. They potentially could have uh, four. Um, if we look at the Celtics right now, just put them in for Kyrie. And we put here, here are your draft picks. You've got your own, probably a pick somewhere in the 20s. You've got the Sacramento or Philly pick. That That's the gold ticket right there. Could potentially be, get, be the second or third pick. You've got a potential lottery pick from Memphis. And you also have the Clippers pick if, if, you, uh, if they make the playoffs. The, the, the one player to watch, Jalen Brown right there. And he, he's going to be the player in play. The hard part is going to be, how do you get to a number to get a Kawhi Leonard, Terry Rozier, Marcus Morris, Jalen Brown, not including a Jason Tatum. That's a, that's a non-starter for me right now. And Danny Ainge has options. It seems like we've been saying that for a couple of years after that, pick, uh, that trade with the Nets. All right. So I really like what Bobby Mark has said here. But my issue is, if I am if I'm the Spurs, I'm trying to get the best out of Kawhi Leonard, and the best I'm gonna get, I want Jason Tatum. There's no way we're not having a conversation without Jason Tatum. You know, yes, Brown Brown is actually a, a younger version of possibly Kawhi Leonard, same length, same size, same weight, defensive minded. You know, he is starting to work a lot more on offensive game on his offensive game. But if I'm the Spurs, I'm trying to get the I'm trying to get the best deal and I'm trying to get what I can get. Um, and by doing so, listen, I want Tatum, I want Brown. Don't even talk to me about Kyrie Irving. Oh, but Kyrie, no, 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 no. The reason why people say Kyrie Irving is because of the name Kyrie Irving, but I'm telling you right now, Papa doesn't want Kyrie Irving. Um, they already have um a promising point guard. Yeah, he's not he's not Kyrie Irving, but he's controllable. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He, he is controllable by Pop. Pop can control him. So um, that's what Pop wants. You know, he doesn't want somebody in there. Look, Kyrie's just not going to fit with the Spurs. They're not going to want him. Plus, with four knee surgeries, there's no way that Pop says, yeah, give me Ky No, Pop is a smart man. I would want Jason Tatum, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown and the number one pick. If you if you guys want Kawhi Leonard, if not, like you know, they could play it back. That's why with Boston, they could go straight up. They could just deal with them too. With the Lakers, I feel like they need to bring in the third team, and I think that third team could really be in their favor with Sacramento. I think everybody walks away happy there. I'm not gonna lie; I want the Ball family out of the Laker organization. They're not being appreciative. They don't understand where they're at. I think this will humble them. I think this will actually show them. Listen, I'm not talking about what they're doing as a family. I think they're great, their unity. But however, to go on live television on the herd and undisputed and talk about, oh, there's a possibility Lonzo is not going to stay there if 
all three brothers are not playing on the same team. Like that, that is sick. That is you trying to control destiny. And I'm not, I'm all for player movement, but don't try to trap an organization to do something, manipulate them into your way. So uh, with that being said, guys, I'm going to end the show here. Tell me guys what you guys think. Tell me what's the best scenarios for the Lakers. What's probably the best scenarios for Boston. I really truly enjoyed spending this time talking about this because I'm telling you guys, I have a feeling the purple and gold are going to rise again. But I'm also being realistic, so I'm not I'm not even trying to jinx it. I'm just saying, listen, if it happens, get ready because it's going to be showtime again. So this is your host, Ozzy, from the GOAT Podcast. If you guys are not following us on Facebook, please go do so on GOAT TV Podcast on Facebook. Also, look us up on Twitter at GOAT TV Podcast. Also, look us up here on Anchor. Tune in. Where we'll be saying we'll be having a lot of different shows. I'm gonna try to go on here almost every single day if I can. Every time I hear something new, sometimes it's gonna be a little bit longer than others. Sometimes it's gonna be a little bit less. But otherwise than that, guys, have a great night. Until the next show, this is your host Ozzy. Peace.